With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Bruce Arians here with your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. During these difficult times, it's important that we all show we care about our community's health. You could spread COVID-19 without knowing it. Wear a mask, wash your hands, keep your distance from each other, stay strong, and go Bucks. Realizing my potential has been what my career has been all about. Things that I've dreamed about have actually come true. And the Patriots have won Super Bowl 36. Unbelievable. Things have happened in my life as I kind of hoped they would happen. It's been, I mean, just a complete evolution. You know, how I just kept kind of fighting and clawing to continue to, to power forward. You just keep putting one foot in front of the other and you keep trying to make progress. So when I look at over 20 years, I look, look how far I've come. But there's not one step that I took where I realized, look how far I've come. But those series of steps that I put together, um, I go, wow, that's, man, that's quite a journey.
the Sports Lab, a sports talk show for the hardcore fans. Bring your passion, bring your excitement, just don't bring any nonsense. Happy Tuesday, guys. What's going on? It's your host, Peter Blake of the Evolution of Sports Talk Television. It's the Sports Web live here on Bucks Report on the Landry Football Network. Again, I'm your host, Peter Blake, giving you something to think about. And as we always do here on the Sports Web, let's start it off. Write it down. Write down these three phrases. Bring your passion. Bring your excitement. Just don't bring any nonsense. On tonight's show, we'll have Evan Winter of BucksNation.com. At 10.30, we will have Joshua Cole Allen, who was in the presser today for the newly signed Tampa Bay Buccaneer, LaShawn McCoy. And then, of course, Tampa Bay Ray Kennedy. And phone calls. Come on, guys. you got to come with it tonight. 727-255-0391. It's 727-255-0391. Join the 65,000 following we have here on Facebook. Of course, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter and the Chris Landry Football Twitch channel. Definitely join the fun tonight. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get them on. Let's go ahead and go out to Mr. Evan Winter of Bucks Nation. Welcome to the Evolution of Sports Talk Television, my friend. How are you doing tonight? What's up, Peter? I'm doing good. How are you, man? Doing good. It's been a busy week uh, for a lot of Bucks fans. And, of course, we got to start it out uh, with... Uh, the newly signed LaShawn McCoy. What are your thoughts about this? Do you like this move uh, by the Bucks? One year, $1 million deal. He's up there in age. He hasn't rushed for 1,000 yards, but he's definitely going to bring more to the table than just his statistics, right? Yeah, man. I mean, one thing he talked about specifically today during his interview with the Bucks media uh, via Zoom was how he looks forward to contributing in any way possible, whether it's zero carries, five carries, he even joked around and said Bruce Arians talked about giving him 25 to 30 carries per game. But like uh-huh. I said, obviously that was a joke. Um, he even acknowledged Ronald Jones as the number one guy in the backfield. So it's about what it, – sorry, it's more than what he can do on the field. However, he's also motivated to still prove that he can play. Um, at the end of the day, it's a low-risk move. He costs – the Bucks nothing. He actually saved them money, according to Greg Almond of the Athletic. Uh, the Bucks saved seventy five thousand dollars in cap room by signing him because it offset uh, Jordan Leggett's cap hit. Um, and also, you never know he he might be able to crack the lineup. Uh, you got to look at what the Bucks have right now when it comes to Keyshawn John. Sorry, Keyshawn Vaughn, uh, Ronald Jones, and Daria Gumbawale. Believe it or not. Daria Gumbawale played the second most snaps out of offensive snaps out of all running backs last year between Ronald Jones, him, uh, Gumbawale himself, Aiden Barber. So at the end of the day, you've got to wonder where McCoy is going to fit because you figure if the Bucks carry four running backs, the fourth guy is going to be a returner. Um, but you know, like you said, it could be, it could be more than just on the field stuff. So, Hey, Give him a shot in camp, see what he can do. And he brings valuable experience to a running back room that doesn't have very much experience right now. I mean, you're exactly right. You're looking at Ronald Jones. He turned 23 yesterday, and it's so amazing because there's a lot of fans out there ready to give up on him. And as I've said on the show, I'm going to keep on. I'm probably going to create a T-shirt off of Ronald Jones. Victim of volume. He doesn't get enough volume. He doesn't get enough carries. 
Um, so he's a young back. You you talked about Vaughn, who drafted in the third round. Now he's in the COVID list, so you don't know uh, what that's gonna what's gonna happen with that. You have Calais, who they drafted in the seventh round, who's also on that list. So it, more than anything else, not just for the veteran leadership, Evan, but also because you needed to get a running back in there. How concerned are you with Vaughn and Calais going on that list? Um, it sounds like standard protocol. Uh, you know, obviously we won't know for a couple more weeks, but um, or maybe it could be less than a week. I, I'm not entirely sure how the rules work in this regard right now, um, but I wouldn't worry about it too much. Now, granted, I think there are a couple people, I can't remember the exact uh, website that I read it off of, said that this move might have most likely happened even without the COVID or the reserve designations from the two guys. So either way, I just like to see the Bucks build depth because as we've talked about before on here, um, there are quite a few spots on this roster that have depth questions and in a sport that already is volatile due to injuries, the last thing it needs is a black cloud like the coronavirus hanging over it to add even more susceptibility to uh, change slash injury slash, you know, whatever other issues could come uh, with uh, facing changes to your roster. Yeah, we're on with Evan Winter of BucksNation.com. Thanks a lot for coming on the Evolution Bucks edition here on the Landry Football Network. It's the Sports Web. I'm your host, Peter Blake, giving you something to think about. You know, not only does he bring that veteran leadership, Evan, but also you know, he's going to catch consistently. And I think that's where you're looking also. And he kind of talked about that today. Well, how do you feel about him and, and working in this offense when he's going to catch the ball? You got you got to like it. Um, you hope if he can pick up the pass protection, then he would take over for Agumba Wale. Like I said, though, that's still a long. There's still a long way to go mm-hmm. in terms of that. Um, but he caught 28 balls last year. Shady's always been the kind of guy who is better out in space. The Bucks like to run screens, so you would think that this will work out at the end of the day. Um, it's just too bad that none of us are really going to know until, you know, a couple of weeks from now. So, and by then it might be too late. Yeah. I mean, according to one of your colleagues, I believe his name is uh, James Yancho. Yes. Yeah. James. Yeah. Yeah. He says, uh, you know, looking at the statistics here, 160 career games, 141 starts, 11,000 rushing yards, 73 rushing touchdowns, uh, nearly 2,500 rushing yards, 4.5 average. And then also, 503 receptions and nearly 4,000. So, and he's second to who in that time period? I'm going to guess Adrian Peterson. That's that's pretty good company. Pretty good company there, Evan. So, you know, speaking about the the running back situation, uh, do you feel good about it now with a LaShawn McCoy or do you feel like, uh, you know, they may add another piece, right? I mean, at this point, they seem like they're pretty set at running back, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm a huge Ronald Jones fan this year. I believe just the situation he's entering this season. The dude ran for over 700 yards on 30%, 36% of offensive snaps last year. Yeah. So if you if you think he just gets his workload increased just a little bit, and then plus Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, obviously Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, so on and so forth, He's just entering such a good situation. Yes, I feel very good about the running back situation this year. Why do you think there's so many fans down on Jones? Is it that first year when basically yeah. he was under a dirt cutter and cutter couldn't teach him the playbook? And now you can see night and day the difference of when 
you have good coaching. I mean, is that why the fans are so down on Jones, in your opinion? For sure. And, you know, and I'm a Tampa Bay fan myself, so I have a tendency to fall into the PTSD category as well. You know, we see these guys fail. It, it becomes more of a, oh, God, here we go again. You know, we spent another draft pick on this guy, so on and so forth. And, you know, we all get caught up from time to time. And, I mean, dude, he had less than 100 total scrimmage yards his rookie year. So I can completely understand why some people are still hesitant to be like, oh, Ronald Jones, really? Um, but granted, just if you watch this team week in, week out last year and you saw what he did, you've got to like it. And just if he can make the same jump from year two to year three, he did year one to year two, even half that jump. Yeah, you're, you're you're talking a very very good season and exactly what this team needs. Yeah, and, and I feel like there's some yards left out there because of the penalties yeah. and withholding and stuff like that. Because you look at the Rams game, I I, I watched the uh, Texan game where you had a long run and was called right. back. You know, the wide receivers uh, that the Bucks had, you know, he wasn't familiar with the the scenario. Uh, he was also holding. We're on with Evan Winter of BucksNation.com here on the Evolution of Sports Talk Television controversy to kind of start the week. I kind of love that because it, it makes my show even better, especially for fans. It's all riled up. You know, we say three things on this show. Bring your passion, bring your excitement, just don't bring any nonsense. And nonsense is exactly what Cam Newton was spitting yesterday. In fact, he went on NFL Network and said, uh, "This uh, we have to step up our game. We've got to elevate it. Uh, they got the second greatest quarterback of all time, Evan. The second greatest quarterback of all time, and he's saying it on Brady's birthday. Great job, Gordon. Um, right behind Drew Brees. And now we've got a head-to-head -head, uh, two times a year. Uh, we've got our work cut out for us, and they may uh, they have additions with Rob Gronkowski and LaShawn McCoy and also have the 1,000-yard receivers and the Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. This is a team fighting for second place. Oh, really, Cam Jordan? Your thoughts? Yeah, man, like, so it's one thing to say they're a second-place team. Um, they're fighting for first place. But to say they're fighting for second place implies that we're going to be fighting with the Falcons and the Panthers, who the Panthers right now, Vegas has them. Uh, they're over under a five-and-a-half wins on the season. Not too <laughs> sure what the Falcons are. Can't believe it's that much better. Um but that implies we're going to be fighting with them for second place. Hey, you could just feel him just like inching the knife just deeper and deeper, you know, centimeter by centimeter as he continued to speak. The whole thing about Brady being second and best behind Drew Brees. I, I said this on Buck What You Heard uh, a little bit earlier tonight. Hey, hey, that to me shows that they're over the dumb stuff that Drew Brees said uh, a couple months ago. So, hey. That's cool right there. Glad they worked that out. Um, B, you're always going to have your boys back. But C, like you said, don't bring the nonsense. Tom Brady has six Super Bowls. Drew Brees has one. Granted, Drew Brees has a lot of passing records, but Tom Brady is right behind him. And we all know these days how much raw volume stats don't really hold up in the weight of conversation uh, when it comes to just overall performance, efficiency, so on and so forth. Um, dude, just Cameron Jordan, just running his mouth. The worst part about it, though, is the Bucks have the deck stacked against him week one. So if his words do ring true, 
the Bucks will have to wait until what week eight until they can uh, prove him wrong or week nine maybe. But regardless, Cam Jordan sucks, and he's just he's just salty that we chose Adrian Claiborne over him in 2011, which didn't work out anyway. <laughs> yeah, it didn't necessarily work out at all. No, no. Uh, uh, the recent uh, changes he's done to his face. I mean, he's trying to look like a Bond villain last year. I don't know what he's trying to do this year. <laughs> has really caught up to him cam you just got to do a lot better than that uh, let's go out to one of your other colleagues i thought this was really interesting bailey adams uh says that uh you know according to pro football focus the bucks lead in pressures all in the nfl check this out 359 pressures uh who's second of course the saints so they're fighting for second place you have the steelers at 322, the eagles at 329 now here's the interesting thing of course we all know who led. It's Shaq Barrett, right? Who was right. second on the list? I was saying Dominican Sue. No, it's actually Vita Vea with nice. And there's a lot of fans out there that will say, you know, Vea's a bust. The, the Bucs shouldn't have drafted him. No. They should have drafted a Derwin James. But you can really see uh, this guy right now, uh, this defensive tackle has an opportunity to really break out in 2020. And maybe the stats don't show it, but I'll tell you right now, uh, 56 pressures, his athleticism, and how he gets after it, not only rushing the passer, but also against the run. Is he one of your players that you feel like is going to break out in 2020? 100%. I'm actually going to do an article here in the next couple of weeks on how I feel like he's going to break out. And speaking of the PFF stat, um, I tweeted this out a few months ago. Uh, according to PFF's pressure rate, he had a higher pressure rate than DeForest Buckner, Grady Jarrett, uh, Gerald McCoy, and um, uh, was Fletcher Cox. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, dude, that right there is just enough to speak for itself. And when it comes to a guy like Vita Vea, we always knew he was never really going to wow on the stat sheet. He's not going to be a Warren Sapp where he wins Defensive Player of the Year and gets 16 sacks in a season. He's not that type of defensive tackle. What he is, what he is, is a guy just absolutely disrupts the pocket, allows others around him to make plays, even though he's not a two-gap tackle in this system, and. I mean, dude, how can you not like him? I mean, he caught a touchdown pass last year. He blocked for another touchdown. Just all around, he's an awesome player, and I cannot wait to see what he does in 2020. A lot of people are picking Devin White as the breakout player, as the guy who's going to you know, kind of anchor this defense. Completely agree with that. I can understand why, but at the same time, Vita Vea is my guy that um, I'm going to take in that regard. And this is my guy right here, Evan Winter of BucksNation.com here on the Evolution of Sports Talk Television. It's Bucks Edition. It's the Sports Web. I'm your host, Peter Blake, giving you something to think about. You know, my colleague, Tampa Bay Ray Kennedy, he loves that jumbo package. Evan, can you see that offense incorporating those type of formations where they use Avea at fullback or possibly at tight end? I mean, can you imagine here Rob Gronkowski, OJ Howard, and Avita Vea catching passes? I mean, that's a thing of beauty, right? Yeah, man. I mean, you get inside the five-yard line, you put Rojo in the back, you put Vita Vea at fullback. Let's see. So then you've got your five offensive line and your quarterback, so that leaves you three more positions. Let's say you just go ahead and put Rob on one side, OJ on the other, and then just go ahead and put Godwin out on outside the numbers on the outside or even Mike for the jump ball. I mean, dude, you could, like, split out Gronk. You could split out OJ. I mean, you could do all kinds of different things. And then at the end of the day, 
you could split them out, have the defense spread out, and then just run Vea up the middle. <laughs> I mean, dude, I know this is all just fantasy and just, you know, sure. uh, boy, boyhood dreams. But, man, just the the one thing we're going to see the most out of Bruce Arians this year is what he's able to do with his personnel. And if he can – if him and Byron Leftwich can figure this personnel out to its potential, it, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, I listened to, uh, Buck, what you heard, Gene Thomas, a friend of the show – uh, here on the evolution, uh, good stuff there. And you guys were kind of talking about uh, those opportunities for the backups, like an Anthony Nelson. I'm high on the kid. I get it. You know, he was hurt all last year, but when he played, he definitely showed some flashes of brilliance. You have a Cassian Daniels. You also have a Quentin Bell and a, a Michael Divinity out of LSU. And even Shaq Barrett spoke about how he wanted to see these kids really perform. What do you think the Bucs are expecting out of those kids? I mean, obviously they're expecting a lot. They didn't make any really, really any big depth moves when it comes to uh, signing depth at the outside linebacker position or the edge rush position, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Marcus Golden would have been a great guy. Uh, he has experience playing under James Betcher, who is a Todd Bowles disciple. Um, he signed with the Giants for $4 million. Uh, Carl Nassib signed for more than that um, out there with the Raiders, and we saw how valuable he was last year. Um, Anthony Nelson, I think, can really do it. Like you said, showed tremendous flashes. The first play that comes to mind was the uh, strip against the Panthers last year. Um, I mean, just use use that length, that strength. You know, he just sets himself up in good position. Position. Um, so, we, like you said, we've seen flashes from him, but the other guys, man, somebody's going to have to find a way to step up because I don't really think you can count on JPP and Shaq Barrett to account for 60% of the team's sacks again. That mm -hmm. to me just feels almost unsustainable. And if one of them goes down, who's going to step up? I know you don't plan your season around injuries, but still, at the same time, you've just got to wonder if something happens, who's going to step up? Yeah, and I like Nelson because he reminds me of a NASA. And then on top of yes. it, from a program like Iowa where he's well-coached in a current yeah. appearance, the other defensive end, I believe, just went to the NFL with the Buffalo Bills. We interviewed him out the Outback Bowl. So for me, I definitely feel like you draft a guy the fourth fourth-round pick. Uh, he doesn't play that much in his first year. He's going to get every opportunity in this second year to really see what he has. So with that being all said, any final thoughts? Man, just happy that training camp is here. Each day that we have new, fresh storylines to talk about is just another day of happiness and joy, and I can't wait to see what the next day holds. Um, man, outside of that, I hope everybody else is out there staying happy and safe and healthy. Absolutely. Go ahead and promote yourself here, Evan Winter, on the uh, sports web. At Evan underscore winner. That's where you can find me on Twitter. That's E-V-A-N underscore W-I-N-T-E-R. Find me on BucksNation.com. And be sure to check out the North and South podcast. All right. Good stuff, Evan Winter. Thanks a lot for coming on the Evolution of Sports Talk Television, my friend. All right? Thanks, Peter. See you. Right. There you go. Evan Winter of BucksNation.com. Good stuff there from him. We'll go on to Joshua Cole Allen. But, of course, you had the Keckers. Great job, by the way. I mean, honestly. I mean, what do you guys want? You got the Al Keck show, and I got to follow that legend. 40 years of sports broadcasting uh, legend right there. Uh, the sports broadcasting legend, WTSP Channel 10, WFTS Channel 28. So let's go out to the webheads. He has Keckers. I have my webheads. Uh, and let's read these comments here. Let's see Tampa Prep, TP, and the house. 
Uh, shout out to JC on the Buck Zoom call, welcoming LaShawn McCoy today. Held his ground. Love to see it. What's going on, Rick Hughes? Hey, gang. Yash, bring your passion. Let's go, Bucks. Absolutely. Uh, Josh Allen, what's up, guys? Uh, great job today, Joshua Cole. I'm going to get him on in a moment. Uh, stunning is stunning. Hello, guys. Uh, I'm back. You absolutely are. McCoy is a Buccaneer. Uh, did we really just sign a guy with 400 yards? They did. Also, Lightning beat the Capitals. They're trash. Well, I think that would be the Capitals are trash, not the Lightning. Uh, Matt Colson says $75,000 is a pittance in NFL numbers. McCoy is going to help all those running backs out. Pound that share button, absolutely. Go Bucks, says Jerry Bell. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, let's see here. What's up? Stunning Ben Cornett, like it or not, until the Bucks overtake the division. Cam Jordan can talk all he wants. He's embarrassed Donovan Smith so far, and it's up to the Bucks to shut Cam Jordan up. But that also comes down to having a Rob Gronkowski who you can use in that scenario where you're not necessarily putting a Donovan Smith on the island. You can have him chip and be physical, and that's the reason why you get a Rob Gronkowski. So when fans wonder why the Bucs paid $10 million, that's why for those type of matchups. And I feel like when Cam Jordan's doing that, not only is he motivating uh, an already motivated Tom Brady, who turned 43 yesterday, you do it on his birthday? I mean, he's going to circle that day all day long. You put that on the bulletin board, he's already got something to prove because everybody – and their mama is basically saying, well, he hasn't done it without Bill Belichick. Okay, well, I'm going to go down to Tampa, and I'm going to show you I can do it without Bill Belichick. And then Cam Jordan's talking. Sean Payton has been talking. So, you know, let him talk. And then that first week, let's see what happens with the Bucks versus the Saints and the Superdome, which will be very quiet because most likely there won't be any fans. There you go. Uh, Evan's busy with interviews. Absolutely. Uh, they up the middle would be fun. Christopher Cole with a full season of JPP. Our defense is going to have more pressures and sacks. I mean, can you believe that that PFF stat there? Uh, again, this is from Bucks Nation. Bailey Adams. Pro football focus. 359 pressures. And what did they add, ladies and gentlemen, in the offseason? And all you Jason Light haters, take note. I know what you're saying there, Ben Cornette. Write this down. The two players they got in free agency that transformed this defense was a Shaq Barrett and an Adamican Sue. There you go. All right. Despite Anthony Nelson showing flashes when he played, the first strike against him was having a hamstring injury as a rookie lineman who usually get those type of injuries early and in their careers more times than not have those injuries as the years go on. Hopefully Nelson stays healthy. All right, that's fair. That's absolutely fair at this point. I just wanted you guys to take note of that. And again, open phone line, 727-255-0391. It's 727-255-0391. It's the Sports Web Buccaneer Edition. I'm your host, Peter Blake, giving you something to think about. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get... Uh, one of our newest writers here who is just grinding and killing it almost every day here on the Zoom meetings, doing a show tomorrow night, the Audible going two hours here exclusively on Bucks Report. That would be Mr. Joshua Cole Island. Welcome to the Evolution, my friend. How you doing? Doing great, Pete. How you doing tonight? Doing great, buddy. Doing great. And a lot of things to talk about having to do with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Don't know if I got your thoughts on the Cam Jordan situation. So, how about it, my friend? Uh, Cam Jordan, uh, I believe someone said in the comments there, you don't give Tom Brady and the guys bulletin board material, especially this early, especially when you play them week one. 
Uh, obviously, he's entitled to his opinion. He's going to say his team is the best. That's just how it's going to go. But he uh, he needs to realize that Tom Brady, Gronkowski, and you know the team that he came from before, uh, they're going to bring what they learned there and bring it here. And you, I expect to see a very a very quiet locker room from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, I, I expect them to use anything they can, especially from a guy like Cam Jordan, uh, as bulletin board materials to try to go out there and shut him up. Yeah, and uh, I agree absolutely, and I feel like you're putting a target on your back. Not only that, but because he has made life hell uh, for Donovan Smith, that now you're going to see a pretty good dose of Gronkowski. Can you Mm -hmm. see the Bucs doing that so you don't have to necessarily put Donovan Smith on an island? I think Smith is not a bad tackle. Is he the greatest tackle in the league? No, uh, but he isn't that bad, but he definitely gets helped by Gronkowski. Yeah. Form, right oh yeah absolutely uh having a player like Gronk there uh to come and handle because he's known as one of the best block well he's probably not known but he is one of the best blocking tight ends to ever play the game uh he's up there with Mark Bavaro and some of those tight ends that were dual threats um but having him there and even OJ Howard he's a, he's an adequate blocker himself if you have you know OJ on one side to help Trisha Wirfs and then you have Gronk on the other side to help someone like Donovan Smith and I mean, Shady is a, is a pretty decent pass blocker in himself. I mean, he's got all those receptions, uh, and he's not going to be out there if he can't handle pass blocking. So now we bring him in. You've kind of got another, you know, three layers of defense to try to protect Tom Brady from a guy like Cam Jordan. Not just the, the, the murderer's row of pass rushers that this team faces this year. Von Miller, Joey Bosa, uh, the list goes on and on about how many players, pass rushers, premium pass rushers, they're going to have to face this year. Yeah, definitely going to have to uh, face some premium pass rushers, and that's going to be a point of contention uh, because this offensive line gave up 47 sacks. Mm. You have a rookie on the right side. You have some question marks. Uh, Can this offensive line be cohesive enough? And, of course, uh, the biggest uh, development is the fact you're paying a quarterback who's 43 years old, $25 million, so you don't want him no. uh, to take those unnecessary hits. And that's one of the good things about Tom Brady is he, he doesn't take those unnecessary sacks. He had one of the worst O-lines in the league last year. Marshall Newhouse was an absolute turnstile at that left tackle position. And that's been the point of contention ever since uh, really Nate Solder left, Isaiah Wynn. They've been trying to fill that spot. Uh, they brought in Trent Williams that one year who signed a huge deal with the Raiders afterwards. Um, but that's been a spot that they've been trying to get right. Uh, they drafted, obviously, Isaiah Wynn. He's been injured the last two seasons, injured again. Uh, so he's still been able to, you know, he's he's that guy that makes that sudden move just, you know, a millimeter or half a second just to miss that hand or miss that sack. Uh, he's going to make smarter decisions with the football. He'll throw it away instead of taking the sack. So right there, that number is going to come down tremendously just by having him as quarterback. You're throwing a guy like Christian Wirfs, Rob Gronkowski, Deshaun McCoy, you know, all these guys, that number should go down. And it, you hope it goes down because, as you said, he's 43 years old. Yeah, the pliability has been working great for him, but we don't want to test that theory on, on, on some of these pass rushers that will be playing. No, you're absolutely right. We're on with Joshua Colon, one of our newest writers here on Bucks Report. It's the Sports Web Bucks Edition. I'm your host, Peter Blake, giving you something to think about. I want to go out to NFL Network because everybody seems like they're getting on this bandwagon about the yeah. offense, but it was kind of a different – uh, tone today, and they were saying some different things about the defense. So let me put you in the lobby here. Stand by. All right, and let's go out to NFL Network on Good Morning Football and what they had to say about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But it's not the offense they were talking about today. It's actually the defense here on the Evolution of Sports Talk Television. Enjoy. 
They do, and they're young and different and cool. And I think that's going to be the fun part of this Buccaneer season. We know about Gronk. We know about Evans. We know about Godwin. I think America's going to get to know a couple new stars. You see Shaq Barrett there. He's got a great personality, as Nate mentioned. I think Devin White is a huge energy guy. I said last week to Kyle on the show that I believe Devin White's going to be a top 10 player in the NFL next year. I got killed for it on Twitter. I believe it. I think he's that good a linebacker. And when you see him on primetime five times a year, you are going to recognize who Devin White is. We know Levante David, but I like the corners too. These are two guys you do not know. Sean Murphy Bunting. Good season last year. He's going to be better next year. And they are very excited about Carlton Davis, the other corner. Again, The best part about Brady coming to Tampa is that we have a new team to watch in the NFL. Tampa never is on primetime. We wouldn't have known these guys if they still had Jameis Winston because they would have been the same team they always have been the last decade. Now Brady's there. They're in primetime. We've got some new young defensive stars I'm excited to see. I think they're up for the challenge. So there you go. Welcome back to the Evolution of Sports Talk Television. Let's get Mr. Joshua Cole Allen on. Your thoughts? I mean, not only uh, does Peter Schrager of the NFL Network talk about Devin White being possibly a top 10 player and everybody is saying he's going to be a breakout star because of the second half. But on top of it, this defense, the last six games of the year, they were not just top five. They were top three. In fact, in some categories, number one and number two overall. I mean, he talked about those two corners. You see Sean Murphy bunting. Uh, he got a little bit bigger. He bulked up. Uh, and then you also Carlton Davis, some of the things he did against top wide receivers. And don't even talk about Jamel Dean. Mm. Maybe, uh, also one of the best corners on this team. So a lot of things to talk about, not only offensively, but defensively, right? Yeah, I think Jamel Dean, who didn't obviously get a mention, could be, you know, the best cornerback on this roster uh, at some point. Uh, Shrakes has been, you know, tallying up this this defense and this offense and, you know, of the Buccaneers um, pretty much since Tom Brady came in. He's really done his homework and he's looked at the stats. He's not one of those guys that looks at the names and says, oh, yeah, this guy's going to be good, that guy's going to he does his homework. He's a very smart guy. So uh, him giving you that information out there, uh, all the other NFL fans watching uh, Good Morning Football, they better you know take notice because this defense is for real. I've been touting it all season uh, on on your show, on my show. I think it's going to be a top five defense. Um, I really do, uh, as well as the offense being top five. It just comes down to those cornerbacks making that leap. We know what that front seven can do. You add a player like Anthony Nelson uh, back to the rotation. You got some of these second-year players and these rookie pass rushers that can come in. Uh, Khalil Davis, he's one of the most freakish athletes I've ever seen for someone that size to go with Trishan Wirfs um, as, a, as a pass rusher. Quentin Bell, who Arians mentioned specifically in his press conference uh, last week uh, as one of these edge rushers that has the speed, speed and size that they're looking for. So um, you add in that secondary, if they can do everything, I think the depth situation is kind of looking a little bit better as we move towards, you know, into camp and, you know, seeing what, hearing what Arians and some of these coaches have to say about them. Uh, just defense, just teams better be on notice. That's all I can say. Better be on notice because there's a lot of potential. And again, you've got to carry it over. And, mm-hmm. and I know what Bucks fans are thinking, you know, 2017 all over again, but it, it's not like that. They have the talent. Uh, they definitely know this system. We're going to be comfortable, more comfortable in it. Out of those names, uh, uh, Nelson, Akazi, and Daniels, a divinity, uh, your guy, uh, Quentin Bell, who do you think really sticks out? Is it a Nelson? Is it a divinity? I, think, I mean, yeah, Nelson was a fourth-round draft pick, so I think he's got the talent that everyone you know looks for and the pedigree, obviously, from Iowa, Kirk Ferentz. Uh, as you mentioned, A.J. Epinenza was on the other side of him last year. And he went to the Bills in the second round. Uh, but out of the other guys – 
Divinity, he's a, he's very versatile. I have a piece coming out about these undrafted free agents. He's very versatile. He's got the speed. Uh, I mean, not the speed. He's got the size. He's got the instinct for the ball. He lacks a little bit speed. He ran a 4 8 five, 40. Uh, you have Kazan Daniels, who was an undrafted guy last year, who, you know, kind of came on and, and showed that he, you know, was worth at least a practice squad spot in the futures contract. Cam Gill is another undrafted free agent they have. Uh, he's got some speed to him. Uh, but, you know, his strength is one of his biggest weaknesses. And then obviously my guy, Quentin Bell. I mean, this guy's 240, 250 pounds, and he's running a 4 3 uh, Former wide receiver, turn defensive end, turn outside linebacker. He was with this team on the practice squad for uh, half the year last year. Got to learn from JPP and Shaq and kind of carried it over. I really think he is going to be the guy, especially after hearing uh, uh, Coach Arians mention him specifically. I think he's the guy that's going to make this. And not just because, you know, we've had him on, but uh, just looking at – the, the outside linebacker depth, they're going to keep, you know, four uh, or five. I think that he's the guy that makes it. Yeah, I was surprised to hear Shaq talk about him, but he was curious. I know you were in uh, that Zoom meeting. What did you get from uh, Barrett's Zoom meeting yesterday? Uh, well, Shaq, I mean, he's he's uh, he's a humble guy. He's definitely comes out. He, he's coming after it. And uh, what struck me was, I mean, there were reports that say him and the Buccaneers were close to a contract agreement. But he came out and pretty much said that, uh, you know, they never really engaged in full talks because of COVID virus and all the uncertainty. They didn't. The Buccaneers didn't want to enter into a, like a long term agreement, not knowing the climate of this situation this year, but told him that they love him. And they definitely see a future for him on this team. So, you know, they'll revisit it after after the year. Uh, I was, you know, I was touting before it happens, please sign a one-year deal so you can talk during the year. Uh, that didn't happen. But he was also asked about if, you know, his sack numbers didn't reach, you know, as last year, if he only uh, had 12 sacks, how would he feel? And, you know, obviously he made a little joke and said, if I only have 12 sacks at the end of the year, that means the season was cut short. So, you know, a little bit of light <laughs> lightheartedness there but no i mean he, he realizes that uh if he if his sack numbers do go down and it helps the team that's the best thing for the team it seems like a lot of these players and we'll get into lashawn mccoy the humbleness this year uh across the board is, is completely real there's no one no uh me players diva players on this team that want the ball that want this want the numbers uh i'm sure they all have personal goals that they won't you know air out because it's the Tom Brady, we'll call it the Tom Brady way now, uh, not the Patriot way. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're going to keep things in-house and they're going to focus on the goal. Uh, we've heard from, you know, one of the guys we've had on, They, you know, he's mentioned the Super Bowl briefly. Uh, but after that, it's all business as usual, you know. They know what's at stake. They know what can, they can do. And they're all on board. And personal, personal goals and, and stats don't matter to them this year, it seems like. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it matters, and it seems like it's kind of the attitude of this team. And I get it. They're trying to say all the right things, but there's something here yes. from every other team, and I'll tell you why it's different. Because nobody on this team, knock on wood, has opted out yet. Why, mm -hmm. John Allen? Because Super Bowl or bust. Sorry, Johnny Dean, I had to do it. <laughs> uh, let's go out to the webheads. Dre, I don't know what he's doing, but uh, he's always doing something. That's always good. Uh, <laughs> my favorite webheads here, uh, Ben Cornett, JC8 in the house. Dre up. All right, good stuff uh, with the goats there. All right, that's good. Uh, he's the best. All right, good stuff. PMB, I like it. And uh, Peter Schrager, the ultimate secret Bucks jock sniffer. You know, Ben, you always troll out a thousand there out of Las Vegas. You would be saying if uh, Schrager hated on the Bucks, that they don't get enough respect. Yeah, like, <laughs> typical I'll take it. I mean, if, if more national guys, especially NFL Network guys, want to, you know, pump up the Bucks and get it out there, I mean, let's sure. do it, you know? 
I, I almost feel like the Bucks are scared, and I, I hear fans on Twitter because you know you, you have to visit Twitter and Facebook. You, sometimes it, it can become very toxic on there, especially oh, on yeah. Twitter. Uh, but you know they're scared of expectations. They're petrified because of the pat. Relax. I give you Aaron Rodgers. Just relax. Sit back here. Let's take it all in. Right. Take it all in. You know. And if you expect just playoffs, playoffs, <laughs> you should expect a little bit more than that. Because again, you don't go out and pay a Tom Brady, a Rob Gronkowski, even a Lashawn McCoy. And Lashawn McCoy doesn't come here. Or Tom Brady doesn't come here just to get to the playoffs. I'm sorry. They no. don't do that. All right. So open phone line. If you guys want to call on the phone lines, you should. 727-255-0391. It's 727-255-0391. Also, a new sponsor here because uh, he just mentioned it. We got to go out to it. Uh, that would be MyCannabisCard.com. That's right. MyCannabisCard.com. Uh, dot com. So there you go. One of the new sponsors on the sports web. Let's go out to Matt. Matt, welcome to the evolution. No political talk from you, buddy. Please don't. I, I'm not Sean Hannity. I, I'm not Rush Limbaugh. I, I'm not Fox News or MSNBC or any of that stuff. We're, we're not trying to put you to sleep here. We're trying to wake you up. Now wake me up here, Matt Colson from Oklahoma City. What do you got? Matthew Stafford had a false positive that put the whole world in, in, in Michigan in a tither over a COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. His wife is heated right now. Well, uh, yeah, more pissed off than that, that chick that was running with the safety we had. What was his name? Never mind. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name. What, what is Matt talking about? Sometimes I don't even know what Matt the cornerback his his uh his wife was like spouting off at the lip, and they kind of they got rid of him. I think he went to the Houston Texans afterwards. Uh, Darius Slay? Are you talking? No, about- no. What was his name? The Bucks. Yeah. Grimes, Brent Grimes, Brent Grimes' wife. Oh, Brent Grimes. Oh, okay. Well, she always talks. She was talking about Ryan Tannehill and his wife. Uh, who cares? That's what they do. I don't know. Go ahead. Okay, so anyway, what I'm saying is, how do we know that there aren't more people getting false positives? How does that happen? I mean, this is professional football. It, nothing is perfect, my friend. I mean, this is not this is not a perfect time. Okay, nobody's ever dealt with a global pandemic, and there's going to be some mistakes along the way. And aren't we glad that there's some mistakes? Hopefully, the NFL messed up on all their tests. So there's all kinds of false positives so everybody can get out of their head about opt-outs and COVID lists and all the other stuff. The only list I want to see is uh, the the playlist of how many songs you're going to play when the Bucks win. How about that? <laughs> you like that? Okay. okay. I want it all and I want it now. Okay, there you go. Now that's what I'm talking about. Bringing some positivity to this. Enough with the COVID list and all this other nonsense. What else? I want it and I want it now. I want it all and I want it now. Okay, duly noted, my friend. Go for it. What else? Uh, well, you know, if they do try to make it a song, it would just be just like Hollywood, you know, trying to remake a movie again. It just doesn't go. turn out good. Leave it alone. Leave it alone, Hollywood. Leave it alone, uh, rappers trying to redo classics. Just there's a reason why it's a classic because yeah. the original is the best, period. That's it. Speaking of the original. Yes. Did you see Johnny Damon on over the weekend? I did not. A little rant about, about Major League Baseball and COVID and 
the dumbness of not doing the bubble like they did with the NBA. And the well, NFL. it would be it, it'd be tough to do that, wouldn't it? I mean, well, it, I think it'd be easier for the NBA than it would be for football. I mean, you look at hockey; they have about the same amount of rosters. Uh, and you go to Arizona or some, you go to Field of Dreams out in Iowa. <laughs> you know, uh, just set up a bunch of fields. It's not like there's fans in there. They don't need the infrastructure that a, that a football. Well, here's the difficulty: the Marlins decided to go to a club. Well, that's great. All together, they got <laughs> COVID. And then the Cardinals decided to go to a casino, which is really safe being around each other. Not really. It's not safe. And the reason why you have the situation right now, Major League Baseball, lack of leadership. You have to have decisive decision-making, say that three times, uh, by Rob Manfred. It's got to be, it's got to come from him up top. He's got to do a better job of that. And you got to nip it in the bud. You can't allow teams to decide. If you want to play a game, hello, of course they want to play a game. They have pride. They're getting paid to mm. play a game. But if there's a situation where you clearly know that three players are positive for COVID-19 and you take that chance because, hell, I want to play and it doesn't matter. I, I don't believe in this. Uh, then you have a situation with what you have with Major League Baseball. I mean, when you give these young kids out of high school all this money and then put them on a traveling road team, they never have that college experience. Like at least one year, like NBA does, three years that football does, you know, hockey, they go to college or they go overseas and they play for a professional you know, organization or the juniors, you know, they're not getting paid like like these baseball. Some baseball players are getting paid, you know, millions of dollars and they're 18 and they're 17 and they're headed right on the road. So they don't have that that time to have that critical thinking or, you know, that that educate extra education in college. And I mean, obviously it's translated now into baseball. I mean, they make I mean, all the money, but they're not all right up there, I, I guess. Look, when you got a basketball player that decides to get out of the bubble, go to a funeral, which is fine, but then he wants to have, you know, some hot wings, and I get it, it's his dick. If you go to the strip club and do that, it doesn't make any sense. Whether the strippers are practicing social distancing or not, why even take that opportunity to put yourself in that situation? And that's where I always come down to it, and people – kind of hate me what is the priority not to get on my soapbox but look if i'm making millions and millions of dollars to be an athlete and all you're telling me to do is stay in play video games and stay away from everybody and just try to hone my craft and get better at what i'm doing i'm gonna do that instead of going out and trying to live my life like the kids would say what else Matt? well i'm just i was bringing that up because of uh, i think you were part of ben Cornette's little post he had the other night about uh, Vegas shutting down completely. The Raiders are not going to play with anybody in the stand. Right. And even Mark Davis talked about this, Matt. He Mm. said, if there's no fans there, there's, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to attend games. Fans are not going to attend games. I can't tell fans that are going to pay for personal seat licenses. They can't show up. And that's a disappointing thing. There's a lot of excitement this year with the Las Vegas Raiders and John Gruden. Yeah. Uh, and, and and it's going to go by the wayside a little bit because you're not going to have those fans in that new stadium. So it's disappointing, but at the a end of the day, hole. Yeah, it's a black hole. But, you know, it could really turn into a black hole. <laughs> not a good way. Not in a good way, my friend. Well, what I'm trying to make is I think that that's a better idea mm-hmm. than, than what we're seeing in Major League Baseball where you're letting kids out to go to clubs and go to hotels. And like Johnny Damon was saying, when you're on a road team, you take you go from your house to the clubhouse, to the bus, to the airport, to the plane, to the airport, to the bus, to the hotel, and to the restaurant, mm-hmm. and back, and to the game, and 
repeat, rinse and repeat, mm. all over the country. And and what he was saying was they should do more regionalized. Like he said, I figured they'd be playing in Arizona for a bit, South Florida for a bit, all the spring training. Teams. Well, here's the problem: if you if you try to get the Raiders to play the 49ers, what do we know that happens out in the parking lots? They try to kill each other. I mean, that's. <laughs> That's 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 not a bad that's not a good thing. I would not regionalize that at all because 49ers and Raider fans cannot get along. They cannot. Well, and and uh, Bruce Arians even spoke on this. Uh, baseball players, you see, the uh, perfect example. The Red Sox are down in Tampa in Tampa right now playing the Rays. They're down here for two to three games, so they're down here and they play a game. Then they have all this off time. Then they play a game. They have us. In football, they're going to be going into the city Saturday. They're going to get off the plane or get off the bus, whichever one they're taking, if it's close enough proximity. They're going to go to the hotel. They're going to go in the hotel. They're going to get food delivered to them in the hotel. They're going to go down to the ballroom, do some walkthroughs. They're going to get on the bus, go to the stadium, play the game, go to the locker room, get on the bus, go to the airport, or take the bus home, and that's it. They're not lingering in these towns. That's why baseball uh, has you see players get bored and they go to the club or they go to the casino. Right, because uh, you you're around the longer it lingers, and then ex- that temptation's there. And you exactly if you have the Marlins who have you know guys on a milk carton who nobody. <laughs> uh, you got the shortstop who made the decision to play. He got it. He's not a leader, so you, you've got to have veteran leadership. And that's where I go back to one of the biggest keys in the NFL season is the leadership. And does that favor the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Does that favor teams that have those leaders? Because those leaders are going to basically stomp it out and say, hey, look, kid, you ain't messing with my money. You mess with my money, you mess with my emotions. You know what I mean? Anything mm-hmm. else? No, I, I agree. I hadn't thought about what Joshua just said. That well, it, that, there you go. Touch and go in every town and not, not hanging out. He's pretty good at um, what he does, isn't he? Joshua Cole Allen. That's yeah, right. Yeah, well, you got to tune in tomorrow night now, Matt. Uh, you got to go ahead and harass him. You got to, I don't know what you call your fans, the Audibles. Uh, I guess. Uh, they, well, yeah. we'll think of a name for him. Audibles? I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, Matt. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate you. Y'all have a good night. All right. Love Thank that. You. I don't care what anybody says. You know, yeah, Matt, I, I like Matt. We get into debates, but at the end of the day, we respect each other. Open phone line, 727-255-0391. It's 727-255-0391. It's the Sports Web Bucks edition. Stop laughing and make me laugh. I'm your host, Peter Blake, along with Joshua Colada. You stop it right now. I tell you right now, if you were a leader like a Warren Sapp or somebody like that, a Derek Brooks, who was a quiet leader, but uh, you knew your role. Okay, and I'm not trying to sound like the rock, but you knew your role. You shut your mouth and <laughs> the kind of leadership they put out there and you don't mess with a man's money because you have temptation. Mm. What, what's the priority? Let's go out to the phone lines. Uh, Mr. Troll King himself, Ben Cornette. Welcome <laughs> to the evolution. What's on your mind, boss? Josh, I don't know how you put up with it. <laughs> you know yeah. with you okay you and your trolling mouth every night here on bucks report in the sports web we love your brother but you're never going to make me eat any vegetables and don't you ever <laughs> wings after vegetables you know that is a crime and uh okay. in the state okay. of florida right come on so, peter come on we know the, I know the Florida law as well enough. Not, yeah, well, the Florida not, law should be you never put any uh, vegetables on any wings. The only vegetable is a celery, and that's good enough with some blue cheese. And eat that separate. You don't eat it on a wing. This, this is a lack of – in your diet, you don't have enough vegetables in your diet. <laughs> You're probably right, my friend. You're probably right. The problem is you're not my dietitian. How much do you charge? Get him some men's one a day. 
I mean, I'm telling I mean, what am I, 60, 70 years old? Get out of here. What do you want? <laughs> What do I want? I yeah. want you to calm down a little bit, Peter. Come I'm on. fired up. It's Tuesday. Are you? It's Tuesday. Oh, man. Already, huh? Yes, it's Tuesday. Yes. Don't call me a troll. You're trolling Johnny Dean. You should get on here, too. Well, I don't know where Johnny Dean's at tonight. Johnny Dean may have decided to never come on the sports web because I said Super Bowl or a bust. I got to get a sound effect for it. Um, <laughs> but if you disagree with me on the Super Bowl or bust, here you go. Here, here, Here's what I play for you. <laughs> okay, go for it. Oh man, how many times you played that now? I, I played it. I, I played all the time. Here, here's here's another one for you, Ben. Okay, great. <laughs> all right, Ben, go ahead. You know, well, I was gonna say you should do like a a little like Peter Underground. You know, like just a raw underground from. Last night, yeah, that was like terrible. That was absolutely terrible. I, I'd rather be <laughs> underground than watch Raw Underground. How about that? That rating oh, would be an 0. 0.8. Go for it, man. What else? Uh, oh, man. No, not much, man. Let's see how you guys are doing. What do you think of the LaShawn McCoy signing? Well, what do you think about what he had to say today? Oh, it's fine. I mean, wow. it's good to have a veteran presence. You it's know? fine. I, you said it's I fine. Get it. I get it. Okay. You know? Yeah, you know they need depth because two people went down already. But still, it's a veteran, you know, at the uh, the minimum salary wise. So uh, yeah, you, I'm all for it. Now you, know? you now you're a smart ass because you were talking about Anthony Nelson. You're you're not an Anthony Nelson fan. So uh, how come you're not no, a Nelson I, fan? Well, he's got talent, Peter. Mm -hmm. The problem is the injury. Okay, you know that's the big key. You know, fair enough. To be honest, I mean, you know, you. It's, He's a lineman, and he needs those legs. He needs those hamstrings. You know, mm. if it's pulled up right, he keeps getting injured. That could be a reoccurring thing. That's all. But if he's on the field, he's shown that he can at least, you know, be a very good rotational player. That's a fair point. Fair point. Have you changed your mindset about Jason Line? I know you were not liking that contract extension last year that he got. Have you changed your Have you changed your mind a little bit on Light? Um, you know, he's done a little better but let's remember he's got arians i think that helps a lot he's got a good well, he, he, guy. he closed on arians yeah i mean i'll always be closing yeah. i'm a salesperson he closed on arians if you don't have jason light you don't have bruce arians and you don't have everything that's going on right now like, i mean i think if you take away tom brady you take away gronk you take away shady and you just look at what they did in the draft and you know you bring james winston back i think that's a win right there in itself uh, that draft and the undrafted class that they brought in uh, has huge potential all the way through one through seven. And then some of these undrafted guys, we talk about a Reed Sinet, we talk about a Divinity, we talk about a Zach Shackleford, Nick Lovett, John Mulchin on the on the offensive line. It's not like, you know, the Buccaneers are flush with strong offensive line depth. All, all three of the backups could be out and the undrafted guys could stick. Uh, that's how talented those guys were. They were all expected to be drafted between the fourth and seventh round. Obviously, things happen. Uh, just what he's done, bringing in Sir, re-signing Sir, last year's draft with a Devin White, with an Anthony Nelson. I mean, I, I think just based on that alone, and yeah, Arians has some say in that, you know, with the guys he wants. But uh, you, you take out Tom and Gronk and you bring back Jameis Winston, I think, you know, what he's assembled is still great. That just puts it over 1,000 for me. Oh, yeah, listen, Josh, I, I'm with you on it, buddy. You know, he's gotten – the drafts have been pretty good the last couple of years. I, I just don't judge drafts. You know, players have been drafted 
you know, three years or less because mm-hmm. we haven't really seen them develop just yet. So I'm, I'm holding, you know, judgment on guys like Isaiah, who so far has been good. I like the pick. Okay. I don't know why people were so high on Well, because they like Derwin James. Like that's Derwin. why. Florida yeah, State homers, that, which I, I – Yeah. But, you know. I, I get it, but we needed a defensive tackle, right? You, need a, you, know, you definitely need a defensive tackle. What did you Vita Bay is going to turn all those people around. He's going to become the best nose tackle in the league this year. Derwin James is going to be great, but you got Vita Vey, probably the best nose tackle in the league. And then Antoine Winfield is going to make people forget about him real quick. And have you seen Jordan Whitehead? Oh, oh, what did he? What what did he? Let's just pray he doesn't test positive for PEDs because that dude is ripped. Yeah. I mean, if this speed and the play translate, that guy's going to be an animal. So, I mean, let's. I mean, yeah, you know, they got a great. You know, listen, they're going to be they're going to be better already. You know, obviously, with Brady, the influence just alone. You know, the right. Mm-hmm. it's going to make them better. You know, and the young players, it definitely helps because they can listen to us better and like that. So, look, I think there's a lot of upside. There's a lot of upside for this team. You know, it's it's a risk. It's a big risk. Well, you, you, know. you got to take risk in life. You know, you can't yeah. keep on doing the same thing and expect different results. We call that insanity here on <laughs> web, which uh, a lot of the callers yeah. and webheads are kind of, some people and, would and say. The, the insanity is because of lack of vegetables. Either. Well, that's probably what it Mind is. That. So that's probably no what risk it, no biscuit. And here we go. Here's what I think about lack of vegetables. You ready? Here we go. There you go. I'll tell you what. I did see that Ben Cornett sent a picture, tagged you in a picture of a, what was a veggie omelet with mushrooms the other day. I got a good laugh out of that. <laughs> like I, yeah, well, I bet it was. I hope it was. Ben, it was funny. Uh, no, Peter, I'm going to say uh, goodnight to you guys. I'm going to finish watching the show, and I can't wait to hear Josh tomorrow. All right, good. Hour 7.30 here live on Bucks Report. All right, boss? All right, man. Take care, guys. All right, man. Good stuff. I love that guy. Uh, I'll fire the cannon yeah. for him. There we go. Woo! I'm cannon, 727-255-0391. It's 727-255-0391. It's the Sports Web. I'm your host, Peter Blake, uh, giving you something to think about along with Joshua Cole Allen on the Landry Football Network, of course, live on uh, Facebook. Uh, the phone line's just ringing tonight, so let's go out to the phone lines. Rick from Atlanta, welcome to the Evolution. This will be Rick Hughes from the Cheap Seats. What's on your mind tonight, boss? Uh, Rick and Atlanta. How y'all doing? I'm doing great, buddy. How you doing? What's going on, boss? Back up excited because of everything I've heard about uh, about Brady, the way that he's handling the team, the way the team's coming together. Everything I hear, I was listening to Outkick. And, uh, you know, to, to hear Brady's best friend talk, it, it just confirms. It feels like yeah, you've got to say something special is going on in Tampa. I am telling uh, you, it really is. Yeah, oh. this is not a normal it, – it, every once in a while you come across a hate that feels like it's going to be a good year. I mean, how can anybody question Jason Light at this point? I mean, you sit there and you say, I'm gonna, I've got to wait three years. Well, you don't have enough info on Brady. Uh, I mean, wait three more years to make a decision on light bringing Brady in. (laughs) I mean, come on. I want to comment uh, on what Rick just said about, you know, everyone talking about Brady and this. Uh, Obviously, there's been videos up on Twitter. Uh, Rick House, uh, not uh, not Rick House, Tom House, uh, Brady's, you know, mentor, quarterback, uh, throwing coach. He commented on one of those videos and said, wow, Brady's throwing great. 
Tom House, that's Brady's throwing coach who, who, who deals with his technique and everything like that. He's just looking at videos, not in person, looking at videos. And, I mean, the media has to be so far away. They can't move around. That's one of the things with media training camp. They get, each get a designated spot, and they're not, unlike years past because of COVID and distancing, they can't move around and get a better angle. They're stuck in one angle. Some of these angles aren't the best. He's looking at this angle that's not the best, seeing him throw and saying, Brady's throwing great. And if that doesn't show you about this guy, and yeah, a lot of them were short and intermediate, but towards the end of the practice that the media was able to attend, he was throwing some longer passes. And he's saying that, you know, he's looking great. I take that in the highest esteem, you know, so that's that's exciting to hear uh, and exciting to see. Well, I'm excited about LaShawn McCoy, who, when he was talking about, you can hear the buzz among the players. Mm-hmm. Wow, look, look at how he's throwing. You, you realize... These are guys who were there last year. So what they're saying is, holy cow, man, we're seeing something different here. We're seeing something new. That's you've got to be excited about that. And I wanna I've got a, I've got a complaint about Matt. Why the heck didn't he call last night? Where was he? He was he was slacking off. Mm-hmm. He was slacking. Matt, I expect you to be around and making more phone calls. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Matt, make more phone calls, especially when Rick Hughes is on from the cheap seats here. We could just call him Rick from Atlanta when he calls this show. But, Rick in Atlanta. Uh, yeah, Rick from Atlanta. But, uh, yeah, Matt, you got to call the show here and, and definitely uh, conversate a little bit more. Of course, we said no political talk. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go down that road because it, it, uh, it's a road that you can't get back from. Uh, Rick, anything else, buddy? <laughs> No, I just I, I just wanted to say I keep hearing it one thing after another after another about what's going on. Yeah. I mean, and you're getting the feeling this team is gaining depth. Yep. Uh, that it's, it's it's it just feels different. There's something different. And um, it's not just Brady. That's exciting enough. I mean, that's crazy. I was looking at photos today and I don't know why people aren't talking more about that. I mean, they really hit the field today for the first time. Yeah, And, you know, you're seeing Gronk out here catching passes and you're seeing these guys out there actually on the field wearing Bucks logos, wearing Bucks gear, <laughs> getting out there. It's amazing, right? I mean, you actually oh could. God. Right. You're you're having training camp going on. And the problem is because it's not being covered the way it usually is, that people are not having that access. So mm. that's where we come in. We've got, but you're exactly right. The pictures of him throwing to Evans and, you know, throwing to young wide receivers and, of course, throwing to Gronk. and Shady. And yeah, Shady, Shady even talked about that today. We'll get to those comments in a moment. But uh, good stuff, Rick Hughes. Thanks a lot for calling the Evolution, all right? Yep, you guys have a great night. All right, good okay. stuff. Open phone call. Let's uh, open phone line, 727-255-0391 and 727-255-0391. It's the Sports Web Bucks edition. I'm your host, Peter Blake, giving you something to think about. Let's go out to the webheads here. Uh, read some of these comments from Chris. Uh, well, not having Nassim hurt the depth of this DL. I like Nelson, but he's going into year two. Wasn't reliable last year. Uh, he's a big unknown. Ben says, actually, gentlemen, Schrager has always picked the Bucks to win the division year after year. Is that right? Uh, it's the Beards. Want to go back to your wife here, Taylor Allen. Two handsome men bringing some fire. I kind of like that. Your wife is a smart lady. Definitely hold on to her. Remember Try what to. I said, kids? Happy wife. Happy life, and that's coming from a single man right there. All right, uh, Bucks Report says it's the beard, so it's possible. The Bucks Report, could they be related? Ha ha. 
Dad? Uh, if you say that, would you shut up and be quiet? Auction of Champions. Yeah, they- Auction of Champions. Let me just plug that real quick. Auction of Champions. Check them out because this week in their in their auction with no reserves, auctionofchampions.com, they have a signed Rob Gronkowski Buccaneers helmet. It's up there right now. It's for $250. I know what you're thinking. That's kind of a lot of money. The helmet itself is $150. Gronk signature is $250. So you're saving money on the helmet. They also have a jersey up there too, uh, signed Buccaneers jersey by Gronk, and that's $170. Again, his his autograph is $250 plus the cost of the jersey. So uh, get those things. They'll have more and more Buccaneer stuff, more Gronk stuff up there. Uh, they do have another picture on there. Ray told me not to talk about it because he wants it. So, but uh, it's a Sam Weiss autograph. <laughs> but, Check them out, man. Auction of Champions. If you in the place how you heard about us, put Bucks Report, you'll save five dollars. So I mean, Sam Weish is up there right now for ten dollars. It hasn't had it had a bid on it yet. If you, you put in Bucks Report, it's gonna cost you five bucks for a Sam Weish autograph picture. Like, come on, guys, Sam jump Weish. on these sponsors, you know. Sam Weish was such a character and he had such a, a good career. Not a great career, but a good career, and it's a shame. Uh uh, we lost him in the football world uh, too early. Uh, these coaches and players dying too early. That's why you got to take care of them. You got to take mm-hmm. care of them. And when people complain about money, you know, for me, the reason why they get paid so much money is because of life expectancy of an NFL player and even an NFL coach. Uh, it's a it's a stressful job, guys. Yeah. It, it's not like getting up in the morning and and doing this and doing that, sitting in front of your computer. Although sales it stinks, and I would like to take my computer and throw it out the window. <laughs> It's a totally different job. It's, you know, uh, more stressful uh, than that. So let's go ahead. Can't wait to until September 13th. Uh, the Beck Bar and Grill at uh, Isla del Sol. Isla. Uh, live my life like the kids would say. Uh, no cannons tonight. Here you go. Here's your cannons. I like that. Sounds like somebody shot me. Some, I think that's how Johnny feels. I should play that every night, every time I say Super Bowl or bust. Uh, let's see here. Get that off of there. Matt says Peter needs to get a flushing toilet sound effect. Uh, the sports web has gone green. Mycannabiscard.com. I'll keep on saying it for you because that is our new sponsor. And look, it is definitely beneficial. There's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of benefits, uh, to cannabis, especially uh, medical marijuana. I'm not going to get into it, but there's studies out there. Just go- even CBD, CBD cream and everything like that. I'm sure that. You know, they can help you use that. It's perfect for muscle soreness, headaches, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jordan Whitehead looked jacked. Uh, Taylor Allen says, hey, Rick, show us your face. We want to see your face. Uh, Matt says, I was busy with the kids last night. I did try to watch, but you know what that's all about. Absolutely. Uh, They're going full speed instead of half speed in the past. Richard says, Jordan Whitehead is a self-proclaimed gym rat. I remember during his pre-draft process, he was a guest on Good Morning Football. He did push-ups on the show and told the crew he is cousins with Darrell Revis. Uh, is that true? Is he cousins with Darrell Revis? I'm not sure on that. I can I can. I believe that that's a good stuff. Good stuff, Richard. Where you been, Richard, by the way, from California? It was nice to see Brady in videos telling the wide receivers how their route is versus Jameis just saying, I got you. Uh, so good stuff. Absolutely good stuff there from the webheads. Let's get out to uh, this presser by LaShawn McCoy, our own Joshua Cole Allen was in that. I'm going to put you in the lobby. We're going to start out, though, uh, with uh, what he can bring uh, to this. So let me go ahead, put you in the lobby really quick. All right, there we go. And like I said, uh, LaShawn McCoy had a presser today. 
uh, in the Zoom meeting, and he was talking about what he can bring to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and this team going forward in 2020 on the evolution of Sports Talk Television. Enjoy. And, and that's the thing also. Um, you know, I started out pretty hot in, K- in KC when I got there. Uh, and some things happened, um, which, which happens in, in football. Uh, so I think this is another part of that, just to go out there and, and show players and, and teams that I still can play. Um, you know, I think a lot of questions about guys here like that. You know, and I, I want to fit in. You know, I want to be part of that group that, hey, we got things to prove. Um, I've did a lot of great things in my career, but I'm not finished. And then when I when I decide to step out in the field, man, and, and to continue my career, it means a lot. I really dive in, man. I give it my all. Um, and, and that could be a lot of different things from from on the field playing to actually helping out the younger guys in the room. I witnessed today that they're so young, you know, and I really could could help them out um, for this team and, and for the future. Uh, I just, just want to have a big impact, man, any way I can. But I also want to get out there and, and contribute, man, and, and show my worth. Good stuff. Welcome back to the Evolution of Sports Talk Television. So what do you take out of those comments? I think you said this in the chat. He's more humble. Uh, he's he, he's always been a funny guy, had some character stuff off the field, uh, been kind of flashy, holds the ball sometimes uh, a little bit where you can fumble it, but certainly seems like he's taking on that leader role, being a veteran. And even he said it best, he could definitely show this young running back room, which is very young, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, uh, uh, Ronald Jones, uh, Dare, uh, even a clay, very young running backs, right? Absolutely. And you, and you heard, you know, what he said too, about, you know, you want to show, he wanted to show teams around the league and he had offers from other teams, but you know, he made an emphasis that he wanted to come to a team where he could win. And, you know, as I did say in, in our, in our group chat earlier, this is the most humble LaShawn McCoy I've ever seen. I don't know if you remember his days back in Philly and then getting traded to Buffalo and, you mm-hmm. know, kind of all that stuff, you know, about reporting and contract and, you know, trash talk and Chip Kelly. And this is a different guy. I, I haven't seen this LaShawn McCoy and I'm excited for this guy. He's hungry. He knows, you know, what his role could potentially be. And he spoke on that about helping the young guys about just coming in and contributing any way he can. Does not matter? What it is, doesn't matter how many snaps, doesn't matter anything like that. He wants to help this team. And the big thing that I saw was he wants to help these young guys for this team, but for the future too. So, yeah, he's definitely taking on that leadership role, um, you know, and and he is 32 now. He's a little bit older. He was just with Andy Reid. He saw kind of what happened where, you know, it looked like nobody really wanted him and Reid stepped in and picked him up. And like he spoke, he was, you know, he showed flashes last year. I drafted him in my fantasy league because I was like, LaShawn McCoy, bring it on, you know. Um, so, you know, and he he did well. Obviously, his play kind of tailed off towards the end, that and Damian Williams coming back and uh, just different things evolving with that team. And uh, he'll he'll tell you later, you know, he didn't, he didn't play in the Super Bowl. And that's one thing that uh, I think really drew him to this Tampa team is uh, looking at this team and looking at who's on this team and the talent level on this team and the the – the expectations and the projections of this team. He wants to be part of that. He wants to be down here. You see something that, you know, could be special. And he has something to prove. I mean, cause he didn't play in that super bowl and he still is a prideful player. So he definitely yeah. wants to see you. Uh, somebody asked him today, you know, are you going to compete with Ronald Jones or are you going to kind of lay back and be a leader? And he said, look, it's always about competition, but I'm going to do everything I can to help the young kid out. And mm. that's the way you got to look at it. But he's also competing for a job and yeah. look, it is a one-year deal for $1 million. Don't think for one second that McCoy hasn't thought about, 
you know what? I've got to prove that I'm worth more than $1 million because every player in the back of their mind is thinking about that. They are. Absolutely. And he's made, he's made, you know, a lot of money in his career. Uh, he's actually one of the only backs uh, in the, in the history. He's one of uh, four other backs to have 10,000 rushing yards and 500 receptions. Those other four backs, they're in the hall of fame. So, I mean, like Tom Brady, you know, something to prove, obviously, you know, we know Tom doesn't have much to prove, but there's things, there's accolades, there's stats, there's things he wants to do to, you know, put on his resume. And if LaShawn McCoy can be a solid contributor on this team and, you know, rack up some solid numbers and, you know, then be a contributor in what we all hope is a Super Bowl game and win, uh, that just helps cement his legacy and helps his, his case for the Hall of Fame. I mean, you can ask any, any player, you know, and most of them are going to say, you know, they want that gold jacket. A lot of players just come in for the money uh, because they like the game. And, you know, we, we've, we've heard that throughout the years about, you know, the NFL was a way for me to set myself up. But there's a different type of player that that wants that gold jacket, that wants those accolades, that wants that ring. And that's LaShawn McCoy. And that's a lot of players on this team uh, that that are like that. So you, you've got a great group here. Um, and like we, we spoke about, there's no divas. There's no one out here saying, yeah, I want to go get a thousand yards or yeah, I want a hundred catches or yeah, I want, you know, 4,000 yards passing and 45 touchdowns. They want to win and they're going to work together collectively as a group. And you heard that from Shady McCoy that he wants to be part of that. And you also heard that from Shaq Barrett yesterday when he was asked Absolutely. about 19 and a half sacks. He, he said, I don't care about the stats as long as we're winning games. Mm -hmm. All right, let me put you back in the lobby here. We'll hear from LaShawn McCoy and his presser. Stand by here. Uh, this, he was asked about uh, the workouts with Tom Brady today. So we'll get his thoughts on working out with Tom Brady on the evolution of Sports Talk Television. Here we go. It felt good just um, actually seeing all the talent. I mean, I know a lot of the, the names, but but just to actually be out there with him and actually see it face-to-face um, -face from his handoffs, the passes. And then I've, I've scrimmaged Tom in the past. And we're, we're pretty cool, you know, hey, what's up and things like that. But to actually see him work, I mean, he's like a, a general, um, you know, leading the troops, you know, teaching them what he wants in the routes, things like that. Um, I've always been cool with Mike and just seeing his growth where he's at in his career. So it was just cool to see everybody together playing as one, um, working hard, you know, guys coaching each other up, you know, trying to compete and, and push them. Because um, at, at the end of the day, man, we're, we're all playing for one goal, and that's to reach the Super Bowl, you know. So, so it was good to see everybody today. Good stuff. There you go. Uh, so uh, exactly right. I mean, playing for one goal for Super Bowl, I mean mm – -hmm. But he talks about Brady doesn't really know. He knows the mystique and everything like that. But at the end of the day, he gets to see it firsthand. And his impressions on the first day are like everybody else's. They're just absolutely blown away. Exactly. And he spoke on that uh, when Chip Hughes with uh, the Chip Kelly Eagles. Uh, they scrimmaged in preseason. Uh, then you also have he was on the Buffalo Bills. So he got to see him twice a year uh, on the opposing side of the field and watch, you know, what Tom is capable of. And then, you know, obviously everyone says it when they play around just the level of uh, meticulousness and dedication and uh, his his attention to detail. Uh, you heard him telling the receivers where to go, uh, what to do. Uh, we, we heard about that when he was doing at Berkeley Prep. Uh, take Instead of cutting on your four, fifth step, cut on your fourth step. If you see this against a defender, go do this and do that, and then, you know, I'll throw it to you here. Uh, so he's he's been doing that since he's got here. I'm sure he's been saying stuff like that on Zoom calls before they even got together. Uh, Shady also spoke about, 
We heard him speak about Mike Evans. He's he's been friends with Gronk for a long time, and just seeing Gronk come back and get that competitive itch, it just makes everyone else happy. Because if someone's going to re- unretire from a comfortable lifestyle, remember Gronk never spent any of his contract money. He's been living off endorsements, and the endorsements that he's gotten and the businesses that he's gotten into after football, he's made more money doing that as well. So this is a guy who literally had that competitive itch, saw what was coming that going on with Tom Brady in Tampa and said, listen, I'm coming out of retirement, New England. If I come back right now, you're going to be over the cap and you have to cut a bunch of people because I'm $10 million on the cap. You guys only have a million dollars left. Uh, I want to go to Tampa Bay. They made something work and that gets other players attention. And he, he spoke on that. I don't know if you have the clip, but he spoke on that later on about, you know, you bring Tom Brady in, you bring Gronk in, and other players see that, and they're going to want to be part of that, and he was one of those players. Absolutely. I'll put you back in the lobby here. I'm not sure. This may be your clip. It may not be. I I, I think I messed up the order, so we'll see what it is. But uh, stand by here. Again, our own Joshua Cole Allen on that Zoom presser with LaShawn McCoy. We're breaking down these comments. Of course, open phone lines, but let's hear these comments uh, from uh, LaShawn McCoy and see what he has to say about uh, being involved, of course, uh, with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. So stand by. Uh, Here we go. I don't know if you control what I can control, you know, and if it's five carries, if it's 10 carries, whatever it is, I'm willing to give my my best effort, you know, 100%. I mean, I I can't really complain. I had zero touchdowns and zero uh, carries in the Super Bowl. So just to be on this team, man, and to help out you know, and be part of it. They're building something special here. I truly believe that. So any way possible, man, you know, I'm willing to help out and and contribute. There you go. And that was definitely your question today. Uh, Go ahead and, and, and share with Buck's report in the webheads what you asked him. So I basically asked him, you know, obviously I welcome to Tampa first. Uh, I asked him, because he spoke on the talent before in the previous questions uh, and on different offenses in this offense. I asked him, with the talent, how do you plan on contributing? Where do you find your role here? And if it's only, you know, 10 to 15 touches or, or, or snaps a game, will you be comfortable with that? Is that a role you're willing to take? And you heard his response there. And that's where I really got the humbleness. He's not really worried about it. I mean, he can control what he controls. Obviously, he's a competitor. He's an athlete. He wants to be on that field. You know, he made a joke uh, on a question prior about that, about, you know, someone asked him, you know, how many, he's 25 to 50 snaps a game, you know, 30 snaps a game he wants, but he knows what's, what's going on here. And he just wants to be part of it. You heard him say, you know, uh, he had zero touchdowns, zero catches in the Super Bowl. That stings. Yes, he's got a ring to show for it, and he was contributing during the season. But he wants to be part of a Super Bowl run and part of a Super Bowl team that he's actually competing on, uh, actually playing in the game. Uh, he's a humble. He's humbled right now, and you know, as he said, um, they're building something special here. And I think that all of us, you know, here at Buck Support and all of you webheads out there, have realized that something special is happening this season, and he wants to be a part of it, just like so many other players. And uh, what was cool thing about that is uh, if you go on Twitter, I mean, that quote that he has was, you know, re- retweeted out there by by the Buccaneers, by Tampa Times, Rick Stroud. Uh, it's kind of all over the place. And, you know, it was a question I asked. So it's it's nice to uh, it's nice to get that out there. And, you know, it was such a great response. Well, much like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we are building something special here for Bucks yes, Report. Not only yours truly, but uh, Joshua Cole Allen, of course, and Tampa Bay Ray Kennedy and Blake Anthony and Andrew Fulbert and Alex Fleming. 
uh, and and you know Philip Schwagler and Nick Citro and, and Nick Citro, Anthony Bamande, go and and uh, Charles Richardson. All these guys are definitely contributing to Bucks Report and making it uh, an unbelievable platform to you know keep on tuning in yeah. every year. And of course, being a part of Chris Landry and the Chris Landry Football Network and his family and, and getting to meet those. Yeah. Like, all the all the podcasts we have under us, loose cannons, UK Bucks. I mean, the the Buck, Bucks report is ex- Gene Thomas. Hello, yes, Buck. What you heard? I mean, uh, we're just hard count football. I mean, Bucks yeah. report is expanding at, at a rapid rate. And if you're not tuning in, or if you're not telling people to tune in, uh, you don't know what you're missing because we're, what, what are you tuning into? You're tuning into baseball games without. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could do that. You turn it into NFL Network. You don't have to. It's right there for you if you want to see it. I mean, what? who else is doing it? Nobody else is doing it. It's Bucks Report. It's on the evolution of sports talk television here. It's the Sports Web. I'm your host, Peter Blake, along with Joshua Cole Allen on the Landry Football Network. Open phone line, 727-255-0391. It's 727-255-0391. Let's go out to the webheads here. Uh, let's see. Check out the mycannabiscard.com. The only, uh, they were only for Florida residents I tried. Sorry. About your luck. <laughs> for Matt. Love you, Matt. Uh, hey, Peter Blake. I've been working more uh, these days. Healthcare worker. It's been busy this year, working late shifts. Always catch your show at a later time. Appreciate you, Richard. One of the original guys that actually got on video. We were trying to get uh, video callers, and he participated in that. We may do that again, but I think you know we kind of like what's going on with the phone line. It gives them the opportunity. You don't necessarily have to get on video if you don't want to. Uh, there he goes, creating the vibe, setting the tone. The general leading the troops. Taylor Allen is a very smart lady, my friend. Uh, Richard uh, Taroka, thank you for your service and for being an essential worker. Tim goes, shady, sounded humble and hungry. Exactly what you want from a veteran. Exactly. That's what you want from a veteran. Not... Antonio Brown, who's suspended for eight games, and it could be longer. So when you try to convince me of signing a guy like that who's a malcontent, who is absolutely uh, horrible on the ear, uh, by the way. I mean, go Google that if you want to. YouTube it if you want to fall asleep or or you want to get a headache, a migraine. <laughs> go ahead and listen to his mumble rap. Uh, look, he uh, makes money on it, and he, and he flaunts it, but it's terrible. Uh, it's been years. And on top of it, he's horrible in the locker room. That's not the guy you want. If you're going to sign him, you sign him to something that first and foremost is a small contract on top of it to a good franchise that can handle his uh, obnoxious behavior in that locker room. And if you can handle it, good luck because he's a very talented receiver. But that's not the point. A veteran should know better, and that's the difference between signing a Shady McCoy for $1 million, who most likely should be signed for more, mm. but $1 million because he not only wants to lead this locker room, but also wants to have an opportunity to be a part of something that is bigger than himself, an old Marine Corps thing. Go ahead, Joshua Kowal. I was just going to say, uh, we're talking about mumble crap. I mean, mumble rap with uh, yeah. Antonio Brown. Devin White, go on his Twitter feed. He's got a couple songs out there that he's actually rapping, and he's not that bad. Uh, and another funny little thing today, um, obviously, he's, we know, you know, or if you don't know, he's, he's a horseback rider. He's got an affinity for it. Look yeah. for him to possibly show up at camp on a horse. 
Uh, he tweeted out, you think Jason Light would be mad? And then Jason Light kind of, you know, tongue in cheek said, Matt, I would never be mad at you. Just make sure you don't park your horse in my parking spot. Uh, so I would not put it past a guy like Devin White to show up the training camp at one buck place on a horse. I could definitely see it. Obviously, have someone else load him back up and bring him back, but I could definitely see that happening. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Well, and the horse's name is Dream. Uh, the My question is, is he going to be uh, riding down that old town road? That's what <laughs> I want to know. Uh, oh, but Paul, I don't know. It's corny. 727-253-03. Yeah, that's all right. It's okay. All right, let's yeah. go out to the phone lines here. Welcome to the Evolution. What's on your mind? You're on with yours truly along with Joshua Colano, one of our newest riders here on the Evolution. Hey, what's up, man? It's Chris. Hey, Chris. How you doing, buddy? Doing well. Trying to stay up. So I get off work. Okay. <laughs> Hope we're keeping you up here, not putting you to sleep. No, definitely keeping me up. Okay, I good. I just wanted to, uh, earlier you were talking about uh, Jason Light and um, how can you question him. You know, and I used to, I was one of Light's biggest supporters. Mm-hmm. But right now, you know, the way I look at it is, you know, he's been here six seasons, one winning season. So, I kind of, it's a wait and see approach for me, you know, prove it. And then I'll be back on board. That's fair. But I'll tell you right now, would you say before he came to this team to now that there's definitely more talent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mark, Mark Dominic was awful, man. I couldn't. (laughs) I mean, I, I always laugh about this because people say, well, the Glazers are awful owners. No, they're not. They try hard. Sometimes they, they, they mess up some decision making, but would you rather have the Glazers or would you rather have Hugh Culverhouse? Which one? Choose wisely. Uh, for me, well, it's I mean, the Glazers all day long. Yeah, I mean, I'm not old yeah. enough. I wasn't in the Culverhouse well, era. I mean, you could go ahead and you know read through, uh, go through but, YouTube. You know, go to those specials. Oh, yeah, they weren't. They weren't good. Yeah, how about <laughs> uh, you know how about how about not having not being able to watch any home games because they were all blacked out. How about the only time you'll be able to watch a Bucks home game is if the Chicago Bears or the Green Bay Packers or even the Minnesota Vikings uh, came down here to play? How about uh, you know people giving away tickets? How about spending no money at all? How about letting a talent like Doug Williams get out of here for, what, 250000 Maybe less than that? How about the drafts? How about the, just the a – yeah. I mean, the, the guy draft wasted a – First, was it a first overall pick or yes. just a number one overall pick on Bo Jackson? On Bo Jackson, when Bo Jackson told him, don't so draft me. <laughs> I don't want to be drafted. You screwed up my eligibility at Auburn. Yeah, and it was all over because, what, they didn't want him playing baseball or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I don't know. The way the Glazers approach things, it's kind of like, I'm glad they don't Jerry Jones the team, but – they could be a little bit more hands-on in a sense. You know what I mean? They're not, but well, I've he, always believed. He, here's what I take out of the Glazers. Right. Jerry Jones is Correct. But here's what I take out of the Glazers. You can have them be Jerry Jones or Daniel Snyder and have a hands-on approach, or you oh, can Daniel have them. Snyder. Right, exactly. <laughs> or you can have them hire the, the proper football people. And like I said, they've made their fair share of mistakes. Maybe the football people didn't necessarily always work out, but they had their heart in the right place. They tried to spend as much money as possible. They're not cheap like uh, some owners in Tampa Bay. Sternberg. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, I mean, what do you, uh, the other choices uh, in, uh, you know, the other choices, door number two, door number three are not good choices. So sometimes, 
Sometimes it seems like they focus a little bit more on the soccer side. And you, uh, you, you definitely saw that with the new uh, the kits. I think they call them the new jerseys they come out with. They look just as atrocious as the Buccaneers' old jerseys. So, well, look. Uh, the way they've gone all in on the Brady and Gronk and everything, to me, they're definitely committed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, they've done upgrades to Raymond James Stadium. Mm. They've done everything they can to make the fan experience. Uh, have they raised some ticket prices? Yes, they've they've expected more winning seasons, but you know they're they're not like you know cheap. They're not like Hugh Culverhouse. They're not mm. like previous ownerships that are horrible. So I feel like. Look, they won a Super Bowl with Malcolm Glazer, and that was a part of the Glazers, too. That was the Glazer boys and Malcolm, but Malcolm was the head owner at the time. But they won a Super Bowl. How many teams can can honestly say they go all in to win a Super Bowl, give up multiple draft picks and do that? I know the Atlanta Falcons would want that. I know the Detroit Lions would want that. I know the Cincinnati Bengals would want a championship. So, you know, this goes on. I mean, I believe there's 12 teams that haven't won a Super Bowl. Right. Out of 32, so... I mean, uh, to me, it could absolutely be worse. But have they made their fair share of mistakes? Absolutely. But this year, uh, this has been a slam dunk. And this is not just Coach Arians and and Jason Light. This is the Glazers signing off on it and having the confidence to say, you know what? We are going to step back and we're not going to be so hands-on. We're going to let the football people make the football decisions. And sometimes that's hard. Just think about it, Chris. If you own something – and you said, you know what? I think I could do better, but these people know a lot more than I do, and they're better for this. Could you step back and say, you know what? What's good enough for the team is for me to back off. Could you do that? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. It'd be hard. I mean, until you're in that position, you don't know, you know? Sure, absolutely, look, absolutely. So, I mean, look at look at Jerry Jones and, and look at uh, the New England Patriots, the whole Jimmy Garoppolo saga. You know, I mean, thank goodness that happened or else Tom Brady wouldn't be down here with the Bucks. But I mean, it just goes to show that, I mean, even even if you try to stay out, there's still always that temptation. It is your team. Yes. Christopher Cole, 23, never forget. Um, <laughs> uh, there still is that temptation always to get your hands in there. And the fact that they've kind of been hands off and that's why they brought in uh, someone like Bruce Arians, who who has the experience of you know, running teams and, and running them well. I mean, he's got an eye for talent. He's got an eye for coaches. He, he's trying to groom a young coach in a Byron mm-hmm. who had his fair share of, uh, you know, questionable calls. But, you know, third-ranked offense with a first-year offensive coordinator, that's yeah. not a experience. That's Byron Leftwood. So yeah. uh, bringing in a Todd Bowles, getting this collection of coaches together, I mean, that's a good thing, but you don't have any of that unless the Glazers sign off on it. So, exactly. uh, so have you changed it? You, you still support Jason Light, so you're still supporting him. Uh, do you feel like some of these guys like a Devin White and a Vita Vea are going to step out this year? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, okay. Devin White should have a, you know, if he stays healthy. Um, I, you know, last year people – like I was on the Devin White train last year when, you know, as a – once Dirk Cutter got fired and I started looking into the draft, mm-hmm. I kind of had a feeling uh, Quan wasn't going to be back. You know, I liked Quan, but I just thought he was just over. Uh, how do I say this? Uh, <laughs> he overhyped himself. Like he always talked, "Oh, this year is going to be different," right, or something like that. And then sure. it's like, "Where's the difference?" I don't really see it. But um, Quan. It was between it was a toss up between me of who was going to leave last year, either Quan or Donovan, and I, I just had a feeling like 
Kwan was probably the one that was going to leave. Well, I mean, it's more of a risky um, proposition, Chris. I mean, you have a, a linebacker that, you know, a lot of Bucks fans feel like he it was a good player. I, I, I feel like he was okay. Was he great? Then? You know, he could have been better. He was, he, he was just kind of like... Uh, coming off an injury, you're not going to pay him $16 million. Good for him to go to the San Francisco 49ers and be a part of that Super Bowl team, but I feel like the Bucks on that end really came out uh, on the uh, on on the uh, positive side of that of getting a White over a Quan Alexander because I feel like Devin White this year you hear Peter Strager of Good Morning Football say this player could be a top ten one this year in yeah. twenty twenty in his second year that's amazing to me and, and there's a difference between like sure I, I'm not like I'm not. I'm in the mindset of like every year in the first round, <laughs> you take an offensive lineman or you take a defensive lineman. Sure. Um, because that's, you know, you went in the trenches and you get good trend, you know, like guys like Quentin Nelson, who I desperately wanted. Sure. Um, but we got Vita Bay. <sighs> I'm happy about that. But, um, you know, with Devin White, look, his coach talked about him like, you know, this is the next coming of Ray Lewis. You know, he's mm-hmm. fast, he hits hard. I mean, just stuff you don't really see in a linebacker that often. So I was all on board, you know. I was beating the drum for Devin White that entire offseason. And, you know, I got in a lot of Twitter debates. You know, you don't draft a linebacker in the top five. And I'm just like, look, this guy is worth every, you know. Every I, every I debate really- on Twitter. Absolutely every yeah. debate. And, and I got in the same debates last year. And I started to yeah. buy in because I heard the explanation from – uh, Coach Arians and, and Todd Bowles, and I didn't believe in drafting a, a top five linebacker, but he's special. And there's sometimes you just have to go against that whole concept of it's like you never draft a running back in the first round. That's not true. You don't get an Ezekiel Elliott. You don't get a Leonard Fournette who's been very productive. You don't get a Todd Gurley in the first round if you try to go and get one in the second. Have there been uh, players where you could go and draft them in the later rounds? Absolutely. But when you when you leave your, you, you basically say, I'm going to go in this direction and that's it. And you don't open yourself up for somebody that could absolutely make your defense that much better, which he did in that second half of the year. Then you're basically selling yourself short. Does that make sense? And you're talking about a guy who um, was very new at the linebacker position. You know, mm-hmm. he, he didn't play it his entire life. He didn't you know, he played it for what a year or two right. before he was drafted. And, I'm like, look, if he plays like that now and he gets with Todd Bowles, who does really good with, you know, linebackers, safeties, um, defense, even defense alignment, you know, like I, I wanted Devin White or I wanted Josh Allen. Um, and I was really you got one of them. You got both of them. Well, you, got, you got Josh Allen here on Bucks report, but right. You didn't get uh, Josh Allen, the quarterback for That's Buffalo. The or the That's defensive end. Right. The defensive end for uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Absolutely. Yeah. With the tickets thing, you know, I, I know the Bucks are, uh, you know, they, they came out and they finally have a plan for their tickets. Sure. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's basically everyone who put, you know, the season tickets are kind of not going this year. You can buy single game tickets, but season yeah. tickets holders will have priority. Or yeah, Josh, go ahead and break that down for Chris. What happened was they sent out an email with, a, with two options, A, opt out. Or B, uh, opt out, get a refund, opt out, push your money towards next year. Uh, that's what they did. And if you opt out 
or, or you opt in and push your money until next year. So if you opt in, then you get those the opportunity to buy uh, single game tickets. You get that priority. Uh, they're not going to open it up to you know free for all. It's probably going to be limited to two games, and you'll get first crack at that. If there's anything left over, which most likely there won't be, uh, then they'll then they'll put them out for you know single game sale. Uh, so that's pretty much how it's going to go. You're not going to get your own seats. All seats will be opened up differently. Uh, so they'll put them all into the pool. And then, you know, they'll open up the lobby for season ticket holders. And then you'll go in and try to get them there. I, I doubt they're going to make it to general public sale um, just with the large amount of uh, people who did opt in. Uh, you'll see crazy prices on the secondary market if they allow it. Uh, there wasn't anything about that. Um but I actually am a season ticket holder. I decided to opt out with a refund. Uh, and luckily, I know a couple of friends of mine who opted in. So hopefully, I'll still be able to attend a game or two. Uh, the good thing is, in August, they will, uh, if you do opt out with a refund, you do get to keep your seats and your tenure. Uh, so in August, they'll also put out the 11-month the payment plan. So I'll jump on that, have my tickets paid off before next year, and uh, hopefully have some football next year to go to. Absolutely. I think that's what we're all looking forward to. Good stuff, Chris. Thanks a lot for calling the evolution. All right. All right. Have a good night, guys. All right. Good stuff there. Online line 727-255-0391 and 727-255-0391. It's the Sports Web. I'm your host, Peter Blake, along with Joshua Cole Allen, your Bucks edition here on the Landry Football Network. Uh, let's go out to uh, the Webheads. I just can't believe that LVD was ranked below 11 linebackers. Uh, it's not a surprise. It's consistent. Atlanta, 28-3, to laugh out loud. Richard said, Quan did good things for us, but I think it shows Quan is a better fit in the defense. They're running with the 49ers, but Devin White is head-to-toe a better linebacker. And Leanne, uh, Richard, thank you for your service. Richard, thank you definitely uh, for your service here you, on the Sports Web. I'm going to put you go ahead and, and uh, put you back in the lobby really quick. We're going to wrap it up with LaShawn McCoy and his presser on uh, his catching ability and what he's been doing uh, with uh, Tom Brady or talking to other Tom Brady running backs in the past. Stand by, all right? Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. So this uh, wraps up this presser here. Uh, great question, uh, a great great presser by um, LaShawn McCoy uh, on the sports web here, the evolution of sports talk television. Enjoy. Yeah, um, and especially, I think, with, with Tom Brady in his case, that's the first. What's one of the first things I asked him about is, hey, um, you know, make sure you let me know what do you want out of the running backs from, from receiving because I know you did a lot of that. I've, I've reached out to um, Dan Lewis, you know, and uh, we're, we're good friends. Asked him about just what Tom likes and the, the receiving backs. I'm probably gonna reach out to James White next, but yeah, man, that, that's something that uh, I don't really think it's too hard, you know. Um, I, I've I've had to beat like you know, linebackers and, and linemen in the hole and stuff like that. So just to run around and beat a guy, you know, I, I feel more comfortable with that. You're getting the ball in space, you know. And also when you're doing that, man, you become a threat. So now the regular check down for other teams is just, okay, you know, let the back at the check down. But now we actually throw it to them. So um, you create different holes and seams um, for other positions. So I look forward to that, and I really do. And then the best thing about that is, you can talk about a little safety corner here and there. Not like a big linebacker like Sue, um, type of guys. All right, welcome back to the evolution of Sports Talk Television. And what I get out of that, what he was saying is he was talking to previous running backs in Brady's past. He said he talked to a Deion Lewis, who now I believe is with the Giants, 
And he's going to talk to your guy, one of your guys that you compared to Keyshawn Vaughn and a James White. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's great strategy to do. Obviously, the more you can know about the quarterback throwing it to you, and we all know of, I'm going to say the word again, Tom's affinity with throwing to tight ends and running backs. If you can get some insight on what he specifically likes, because, um, you know, Tom is a very busy guy right now. Uh, he makes time to talk with everybody. We heard that from Keon Crossan, uh, quarterback for the Houston Texans, when he was with the Patriots uh, as a rookie, seventh round pick. He singled, you know, singled him out of practice and was like, "Hey, what do you see on this? Or what do you think on that?" Uh, so Tom, Tom doesn't big time anybody, but with you know ha- having to get this rapport with a whole new staff, whole new playbook, whole new receivers, it's nice of him to go out and reach out to those guys and try to you know pick his pick their brains to see what can help him. Uh, fit and, and develop that bond and chemistry as fast as they can with Tom Brady. So, I mean, I, I love that, uh, that he's taking the initiative on his own. Um, let's go to our tour question here from one of our webheads, Rick Hughes. When is Vaughn eligible to return? Do you know? Uh, well, Keyshawn Vaughn, uh, we've seen with other players already. Uh, Gardner Minshew's already taken off that COVID-19 uh, reserve list. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn was actually out on the practice field this morning walking around with a mask on. He's getting some physical activity. Uh, the, the, the kind of guidelines are you have five days if you if you tested asymptomatic, uh, five days until you can be reinstated. If you are tested positive, 10 days, multiple negative tests, then you can be reinstated. So we're coming up on, I believe, day eight or nine mm-hmm. um, because he was placed on the list last Monday, Monday to Monday, seven, tomorrow, today was eight. So tomorrow will be day nine, day 10, Wednesday. So if it's anything past Wednesday, uh, I mean, they won't come out and say it, but you have to think that he might have tested positive for COVID instead of just being asymptomatic for the five days. Uh, Obviously, that's speculation. I'm not putting that out there by any means. I have no idea. I'm just going by the set guidelines by the NFL, NFLPA on how long a player needs to be out before you can be activated based on negative or asymptomatic and positive testing. Uh, So hopefully he'll be back there tomorrow. Or if not, I mean, Thursday would be the earliest out of the 10-day window. And, of course, Thursday would be the deadline for any opt-outs. Do you expect any opt-outs tomorrow and Thursday? I don't think so. I think uh, the biggest question mark we know on this team was Donovan Smith. He reported to the facility. He was out there today. I think that if Donovan Smith felt uncomfortable with how things are running in the facility, you know, maybe he, I'm sure that's what he thought. I'll go in the facility, see how everything's running, see how things are going. Obviously, it's going to be a lot different come game time when you're traveling and everything like that. Uh, but, yeah, he's got two days to kind of feel it out, make sure he's comfortable with everything happening in the facility, talking to his teammates. Like the Tom Brady effect, you got to think that a lot of these players are going to do their best. I did see, I'm not going to mention the player's name, uh, after last night's practice, he was out to dinner at a restaurant. So, I mean, you, you, you hope that – you know, everything's being social distance and everything like that. But, I mean, it's still a chance. It's kind of risky to take because, uh, I mean, it just is it, it is what it is. Hopefully everything's good. But if Donovan Smith doesn't opt out, I don't see any other players opting out. As you've said and as we've said on this show, there's just – it's Super Bowl or bust, baby. And these players know the Tom Brady effect. You got Shady McCoy taking $1.1 million to come into this facility. Nothing, you know, nothing – no guarantees beyond – um, you know, the veteran minimum week one if he's on the roster. So it, it's all in. And I think all the players realize that. And I think that Tom Brady is, is, has that uh, mag, uh, what am I looking for? That magnetos or gravitas. Thank you. Sorry, gravitas in yeah. the room that players are going to listen and players are going to be like, okay. Magnetos. 
That, that's what you got. Yeah. yeah. Magnetism, gravitas, both of them yeah. work, you know, like uh, crap, we better lock it in because if not. So you would be disappointed that the Bucks only made the playoffs because I've heard this from some fans. They'd be okay. They'd be satisfied. You know, going back to Bucks Twitter, they're like, I I'm kind of scared. I'm scared of the expectations. I don't like it. It, you don't have any problem with these expectations and all these primetime games. No, watching Tom Brady for the last 20 years of my life, I know what kind of player he is. He's throwing a Rob Gronkowski, and then everyone that this team has on offense and defense, and even special teams. I expect a big year from Matt Gay, uh, Bradley Pignon, who's a solid punter, and will be on the Audible tomorrow night, so make sure you tune in for that. Um, uh, the special teams is set up as well, too, so – I just think this team has every piece in place it needs. It's got the quarterback. It's got the coach. It's got the coordinators. I mean, Todd Bowles, another year in the system. We saw what happened that first year in that system with Todd Bowles. And these players are more comfortable in it. We saw what uh, what a guy like uh, Byron Leftwich could do in his first year as an offensive coordinator with a guy like Jameis Winston. Now we're talking about a guy who can do nothing but make Byron Leftwich look even better on the field. Uh this team is poised, and I know you guys have had here in Tampa have had you know heartbreak, disappointment. But I've said it again, and I'll—I mean, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Let go of that, go all in, and you know what? If it doesn't work out, come right to me, blame me. But I mean, with Tom Brady here and the way that this offense looks, Shady just came in for nothing, literally nothing, yep. because he wants to be part of this. He said it himself. It's something. There's something special happening on here. And every sports writer in Tampa Bay and every pro football talk, the Buccaneers themselves, re put that out there. There's something special because you know why? There's something special here. So jump on board because it's going to be a hell of a season. I'm telling you right now, I don't care about COVID. I don't care about anything about opt-outs, but we are very, very close to the start of the National Football League in 2020. Joshua Cole Allen, go ahead and promote yourself. you got that show coming up tomorrow night. Go ahead and talk about it here on Bucks Report. Exactly. We've got the Audible tomorrow night. New time starting forward. You know, an hour just wasn't going to cut it. We had to, you know, we're running up against the clock. We got Peter's show, 7.30, Audible starts half an hour early. We have multiple guests this time. Greg Allman of The Athletic will be on first, followed up by Bradley Pignon of uh, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the punter special teams I just spoke about. Uh, we'll have our normal, you know, uh, we'll have our normal kickoff. We'll have our normal four-point stance. Uh, the over the drive will now be turned into the overtime because we have an extra quarter thrown in there. Uh, your fan comments, more time to read those. Uh, giveaways, we'll have the winner. Uh, we'll announce the winner of the Shaq Barrett T-shirt. We'll announce another win, uh, winner, uh, another prize. Uh, we've kind of talked about that player here tonight a little bit. Maybe not the best, but uh, he'll be up there. Uh, maybe autographed. I don't know. Tune in tomorrow. Tune in early to figure out how you can win. And uh, Twitter, at Joshua underscore C underscore Allen. Go follow me on Twitter. If you want to know anything about the Buccaneers, that the Bucs are tweeting out, Bucs reports tweeting out, uh, other media members around here that cover the Bucs, national media members, anything Bucks related, it's all on my Twitter. And it's all there, just one click away. Uh, these live, these pressers, we have Bruce Arians tomorrow. I'll be in that. I'll be live tweeting that so you can see right away. If you can't listen to it on your phone and can only read it, check out my Twitter because I'll be live tweeting and you can read it right there. Uh, I've got articles coming out. I spoke on it earlier. I've got one about the undrafted free agents. I've got other ones about press conferences, Donovan Smith, uh, different things out there. Check those out. And uh, obviously, again, the Audible, 730, new show. Um, and then 
you know, Peter will be right on after me. So make sure you don't go anywhere. Uh, you'll have the sports web, Chris Landry, pro football edition. Keep it there right after that. But anyways, uh, Webheads, thanks again, as always. Peter, it's always a pleasure coming on talking sports with you, man. Absolutely, buddy, it is. And let me go ahead and read the Webheads. Josh, this Josh guy is killing it. He absolutely did. Embrace the excitement. Josh has another great show, Bring Your Passion. So good stuff, Joshua Cole Allen, one of our newest writers here who's done so much. Absolutely proud of you, my friend. And once again, welcome to the Bucks Report family, all right? Appreciate it and appreciate you, Peter. Have a great night, guys. Looks like we froze on me. I don't know if we're still alive, but the Audible, tomorrow night, 7.30. Get there early so you can figure out how to win a prize for free. I got to do it. All right, man. There you go. Good YouTube, Twitter, and, of, car, of course, a part of the Landry Football Network, the Chris Landry Football Twitch channel. Do three things for me early on this Wednesday morning. Bring your passion. Bring your excitement. Just don't bring any nonsense. Tomorrow night, Chris Landry at 9 o'clock. Ask a scout. Definitely get on the phone lines. And, guys, I'll see you tomorrow night at 9 o'clock here on the Sports Web. Have a great night. sports web a sports talk show for the hardcore fan bring your passion bring your excitement just don't bring any nonsense it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.